Well, greetings, variants from across the multiverse. This is Geekverse Reactions presented by Mando Talk. And I'm telling you what, I am so thankful to be back in the saddle again, yet again with DJ Foster at Rebel Scum Texan. How's it going, DJ? Long time seeing my brother. I know, man. <laughs> it was weird to not hop on at all for me last week. Uh, yeah. But it was, I will say it was a welcome, welcome to break, but I missed, I missed talking because we, we had, it was a dangerous week to take off. We knew yeah, DC fandom was coming and who yeah. knew else what it was coming. <laughs> but at the same time, it was nice because I got to sit down yesterday and just kind of type all our notes out and get everything ready for tonight. So uh, I'm just glad to be back. I think it was tony stark's first line in like iron man 2 he goes oh it's good to be back and so i'm feeling yeah. like tony stark right now it is good to be back I, and i think it was all day i've had the line some star wars character that says good to be back or so good to have you back it's captain phasma in last jedi oh yeah. so good to have you back so yeah good to have you back. that line's been in I my head all day i thought you were gonna go with jar jar and be like we sit back <laughs> that too, that too. But I'm so thankful to uh, be here. I'm thankful to have this new little setup that I have. Sure. Uh, it is kind of bittersweet though. A lot of memories happened at that original studio where Mando talk first kicked off. And, and thankfully we had YouTube where we were able to get our listeners to be in that room with us. Uh, you know, we used to do like wide angled shots to where you were in the yeah. room basically. Yeah. Uh, so it's, it's gonna it's sad. it is sad it, it's not gonna it's still sad for me sure. that we left that original yeah. place but there's gonna be some great memories made here so i i can't wait to do that and it is a jam-packed show uh tonight for this yeah. geek verse reactions episode where we're pausing on star wars conversation maybe we'll see we'll see <laughs> um and talking about everything else in the geek verse and the fandom yeah all across the board like we got batman one of our favorite things we've got the flash we've got marvel we got spider-man doctor strange indiana jones um, it's everywhere and it's... a little bit of dune we're gonna talk more about dune and boy oh boy i can't yeah wait talk, i can't wait to talk it's... about dune but with all that down yeah. dj we got a jam-packed show so yeah. so let's let's get to it i'm gonna pass it on to you sure. since you know you Thank you so much for kind of covering that Batman teaser or that trailer reaction. Oh, yeah, I totally forgot about it. <laughs> uh, and you did a great job with the notes this week. So I can't wait to have the, this conversation with oh, you as as we talk about these news pieces. All right, DJ, what do we got? What do we well, got? I, I totally forgot that I even did a Batman trailer reaction. <laughs> Dude, it feels like forever ago. <laughs> it does. Like, like you mean, life, you know, happens and things go on about, you know, normal structure of time. Yeah. Uh, you know, we all know how time works. So right. anyway, um, speaking of time, not really, but let's kind of go back a few days i wanted to I very one quickly wanted to just mention something that's kind of stopped the world of, of movies for a moment mm. and talk about this movie rust that uh, alec baldwin is starring in and producing well i'm of the opinion that it'll probably not continue production but i wanted to off the top of the show we wanted to just express how saddened we are to hear about the accidental discharging of a firearm on the set of the film rust that upcoming alec baldwin picture it's it's one of these things that like no one ever wants to hear about it and i know we're kind of starting the show off a little bit of a downer but you know i think it's something we really need to remember because as geeky fans and and i love shoot 'em up movies and and all mm -hmm. that kind of stuff but above anything else you know i don't think anybody ever wants to see anybody come to harm and unfortunately um you know, with the investigation happening, trying to determine exactly how Helena Hutchins was killed on that set, the cinematographer for that movie. This is the first you're hearing about it. You know, it's been kind of a big deal over the last week or so, not even really the week, over the weekend. Mm -hmm. And um, I, I just thought, you know, for me, and then I, I know Caleb feels the same way, we want to just express um, just our thoughts and our prayers for her family and all those involved with Russ and the director, Joel Souza, who was also her, and even Alec Baldwin. I mean, yeah, he fired the weapon. Yeah, he's the executive producer. And yeah, it's kind of comes back on him a little bit. But like, mm -hmm. this is not something anybody ever wants to go through. And accidents like this should never, ever happen on a film set. And like I said, coming from two guys who just love and enjoy movies and, and especially movies that involve, like I said, I like to call them shoot 'em ups. That's just mm -hmm. how I've always kind of called it. And you don't want to see stuff like that happen. But I just wanted to very briefly say, you know, 
we're aware of that here at Geekverse at Mando Talk, and we just wanted to kind of say really quickly, you know, we're thinking about them and we're praying for them and all the, all those good things. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you nailed it on the head. Um, thoughts and prayers for sure. Yeah. Uh, you said you worded that perfectly. It is an unfortunate situation. I know that investigating is going on, but I'm not one to right now, as we don't know anything, to to point fingers and do the blame game. Uh, sure. I mean, I, I just feel for everybody involved with the situation. Um, and, yeah, you, you kind of worded it perfectly. So, yeah, I'm glad that we kind of can express this. Yeah. I know usually we're, we're lighthearted, we're, we're goofing very, off, having fun. Yeah. But, you know, it is one of those situations we probably needed to address at least. So thoughts and prayers uh, to everyone involved uh, with that. Yeah, that's, that's really all I really wanted to say on it. But as far as, you know, switching back gears, again, we are a very lighthearted podcast. And mm-hmm. we definitely want to keep things lighthearted as, as best as we possibly can. And as I mentioned at the top of the show, I, I took the week off last week. And it was a dangerous week to take off because yeah. we had so much come out about yes, we did. these upcoming universes and multiverses and geek verses and I got to say geek verse but you know I all these things in DC fandom was one of those things that happened and um I don't really I don't know do you want me to just go ahead and take this one or did you want to take it, man. it Caleb I mean do it man I, 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 I was just I, trying to I just want to listen to you today it's been so long hey, since I've heard nobody from has you. ever let's said that it. let's <laughs> nobody, hear it DJ let's hear it, it <laughs> now well, as far as DC fandom goes like I said a ton of information I mean it was like a floodgate of DC related stuff just mm-hmm. and I like stuff I love a lot of stuff <laughs> but um, all these different kind of teasers and, and little nuggets of information are going on and we're going to attempt to cover our favorite reveals as quickly as we can because we do have a stack show tonight yes we do stack and we, and we uh, absolutely stacks on stacks so we don't want to go <laughs> you know into so many details that we're like what are we doing here but Let's just go ahead and go with this. I'm going to go right off the top. I got to cover the Batman trailer reaction. Uh, if you still haven't seen that, just if you're not listening on, uh, or if you're not watching this on YouTube, go over and check that out. And yeah. um, a little surprise there at the end for uh, our Batman fans. <laughs> if you haven't seen it, uh, that was that was a lot of fun to have uh, mm-hmm. do, and I'll, I'll leave that. that. So go check that out over on our YouTube channel. It's very easy to find. Uh, go to Mando Talk and scroll down a little bit. It's right there. Yeah. Um, now, Caleb. Mm-hmm. We've heard my thoughts officially on the Batman, the Batman trailer. <laughs> let, let's uh, let let's hear you, you your thoughts are. I know you said you want to hear from me, but like you're you are Mr. Mando Talk. You are sure, I, sure. I mean, you might as well be Mr. <laughs> Geekverse reaction. So let's go ahead and hear what you have to say. Well, you like I said off the top, you did a great job of reacting to this thing. Uh, this is one of those moments, though where usually I want you to stick around, but if you have not seen this recent Batman trailer, go watch that real quick and then come back and, th- yes. and then keep listening to us. But that Batman trailer, man, I, I have been thinking about that final shot oh ever since that trailer came out. I mean, the upside side down shot, penguins in the car, uh, flames surrounding Robert you. Pattinson's Batman. Dude, okay. <laughs> Colin Farrell as the penguin. It's brilliant. That that was the best part of the trailer, honestly, in my opinion. Like, don't get me wrong. Robert Pattinson's Batman looks phenomenal. But Colin Farrell's penguin, he looks spot on, man. It's incredible. You know, it's a total difference between what we've seen in Gotham, the TV Mm -hmm. show, and then also from Batman Returns with Michael Keaton. It just... It's insane, the difference. And I love the fact that we can always, you can insert an actor or a performer into any given character, and they just, they own it. Yeah. I love it when they own And And you're right, Colin Farrell just totally owns the Penguin at this yeah. point. He might become the Penguin. Like, there's some people, Absolutely. like, that's, that's their Batman. Like, well, And, and don't think, forget, there's that HBO Max reported show. For the penguin. Oh, I forgot all about that. So maybe they know how special he does as the character, yeah. and yeah. they're already just you're onto something, knocking down on it. Uh, but another thing, I I don't know if this was on my part. I didn't know Andy Circus was in this. I did. I didn't know he was in the Batman. Yeah, I mean, you, people who listen to Geekverse and and Mando talk know, especially Geekverse. I love Andy Circus. Absolutely. Yes, you and, do. Yes, and you do. We're gonna have some Andy Circus news to talk about on Thursday. So yes, come we back, come yes, back we Thursday are. for that. But anyway, yeah, I mean, <laughs> yeah. when I first heard he was cast as Alfred, I was like, perfect. Why, why haven't we done this already was my first thought. 
Um, because that's I, true. I mean, I genuinely love Andy Serkis's performing, and I mm-hmm. could go on and on as I have many times. But <laughs> it's great to know that they have somebody to that caliber playing a role that most people would probably say is minor. Yeah. Like, and and I don't <sighs> I don't view Alfred that way, but no. I, I think some people do. Mm-hmm. Um, and after watching Gotham for six or seven seasons, however long that was on, I mean, I slowly became an Alfred Pennyworth fan. Yeah. And then you look at Michael Caine and, and the Dark Knight trilogy and you're like, I wonder if he did all those same things that this uh-huh. Alfred, you know, you start to kind of wonder and think. But anyway, I, I'm back back with what you said. I mean, it's nice to know someone like that is in this movie. Yeah, for sure. Like the the, the entire cast talented from top to bottom. I uh, stand by it after I've seen this trailer. I still think this is going to be my absolute favorite Batman portrayal ever. It, it, it's incredible to say, and I'm, I'm kind of with you. It's uh-huh. incredible to even think that because the Dark Knight is, in, is the best Batman movie to date. Yeah. And I don't think that's because I grew up with it. You know, I don't think mm-hmm. it's anything like that. I really genuinely think that it is the best Batman film. And yeah, I think Pat- so too. And Pattinson is potentially about to blow that out of the water Dude, and that's insane I, re- to- I really hope so everything that i'm seeing from from the posters from the trailers from things that the directors and cast and everybody's yeah. saying it's right there it's down my alley i can't wait to see this it's already yeah. my most anticipated film for next year that is it, yeah 2022 think, it, it's think coming it's out yeah, yeah yeah it's in march yeah. i believe yeah. uh can't wait to see it. The trailer, phenomenal. I'll just leave it at that because I know we got so much to get to. Uh, But I've seen it so – I've watched it so many times. Really? You can't can't watch it enough. I haven't seen it, but, like, twice. I've only seen, like, my reaction. I think I watched it one more time. Mm -hmm. I want to say this, though. There's a possibility that The Batman may be my daughter's first movie. Hey. Because my daughter's (laughs) going to be born into January. I'm going to see the movie, and I bet my wife will want to see it. So, like – we're going to probably end up taking our kid to her first movie and it's freaking <laughs> the Batman. <laughs> I just think that's hilarious. And arguably the darkest Batman yet, man. <laughs> yeah, well, it's a newborn. I mean, well, what are you going to do? You know, no, well, I'm not on, judging you. I'm just, yeah, just playing. <laughs> I know I'm, this, nobody's going to judge me for that. Come on. But anyway, back on the DC fandom train, man, we've got yeah. all this crazy stuff that came out. I mean, just to name a few names, maybe you heard of them. Uh, Ezra Miller, Dwayne Johnson, Zachary Levi, John Cena, and Jason Momoa, amongst just a few, all Mm -hmm. gave us some behind-the-scenes looks at The Flash, Black Adam, Shazam 2, The Peacemaker TV show, and Aquaman 2. And honestly, these these special looks weren't so much like trailers as they Mm -hmm. were really just small clips. Mm -hmm. You know, and I think that they just build more hype for the growing cinematic universe that dc has been working on for really about 10 years so the fact that you know it's coming out the way it is i'm just kind of like excited to see where it all goes at this point i think a lot of people were that way kind of after the avengers movie in 2012 we're like well, where's mm. marvel going with this and i think now we're at a place of dc where um we can kind of see those kind of things going on so but from these clips which of them has you the most excited caleb oh by far the flash and it's not because it's not because the flash it's because of the Batman. <laughs> like come on i, I still uh, think yeah. that's comedic like and also unfortunate because for so long i was one of those that wanted to see a flash solo film oh man and here i am getting it but everyone's talking about batman and Ben Affleck and, and I mean, michael keaton like I mean, come that's, on that's come what happens <laughs> that's what happens when you say we're going to do flashpoint you know, like, we're yeah, gonna, we're going to so they're like, we're going to do Flashpoint. I'm like, OK, well, show me Flashpoint. You know, let me see what you're going to come up with. And mm-hmm. and having known a little bit about it and seen the animated movie version of Flashpoint, I'm like, are you doing that? Or I mean, what are you doing? You know, I want to yeah. see I want to see what they're going to pull out. And I, I'm kind of with you on Flash. Like, okay. it's not my most anticipated DC project, if I'm being real honest. Mm-hmm. Aside from the Batman. Right, right, right. I mean, right. I'm going to put that aside because at this point, talking about Batman on Geekverse is kind of like talking about Star Wars. <laughs> yeah, I'm I think like, so. I think like, so. <laughs> I, I need to move it over to the side. So I think, honestly, my most anticipated one is got to be Aquaman 2. Okay. I, okay. I mean, Interesting. I, I love Jason Momoa. And it has a little bit to do, I yeah. think, the fact that Tamara Morrison is his dad. Facts. But I remember all the hype that surrounded the first Aquaman. I was like, I got to see this movie. Mm-hmm. And having just seen Dune, 
you know, recency is probably playing effect here. But Jason Momoa kicked tail in, in fun- Dune, and then he was phenomenal in Dune. I mean, he was by far. I will say that for later, but <laughs> right, we'll but, save but, it for later. But yeah, he but, was phenomenal in Dune. Of this, yeah, of this like current Justice League, it's like I have Wonder Woman at the top, mm-hmm. and then it's like Aquaman's right there. I mean, mm. I, I I love them both as far as our current Justice mm. League members go so for me that's the one i'm really the most excited about i think they all look great i think we would both agree Mm. that they all look pretty good yeah they they look good but i did have something to say about black adam oh yeah go ahead with its little teaser that we were given don't get me wrong i'm excited for it i felt it kind of looked like a fan film sometimes really shots I don't know if maybe that's because I was watching it on my phone in a Starbucks because I didn't have <laughs> Wi-Fi at the time. Sure. Uh, so that's how I was getting my my trailer watching in Your from fix. DC Fandom. Uh, it didn't look to par. I felt that maybe that may have just been me. OK, maybe it's because I have yet to really watch a Dwayne The Rock Johnson film that I enjoy. I don't know what it is. <laughs> Did um, you know? And he was but the that's highest, just my thoughts. <laughs> I don't know why I know this, but he was the highest grossing actor of like 2013. Yeah. No, Did he's you know? big time. He's big it, time. He moves it, the needle. Oh, he no, don't I, move my needle. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard anybody say that before. That's so I don't funny. know if I should have said that because somebody's probably running with oh, that one. <laughs> that's hilarious. I almost had to mute my mic because I was about to cough. That's a, that's that's so funny i've never heard that before oh man well listen dc fandom gave us all these incredible things let's not dwell on this part too much you guys tell us what your most anticipated um dc uh fandom related project that they announced by heading over to discord and hopping in the geekverse channel drop drop us a a little comment there tell us which one you're uh, most excited about okay and just a couple more things on on this and then we'll move on into some marvel news and I'm, okay. i'll let caleb take the marvel news here in just a moment but i wanted to just throw this in there because i thought it was cool dc fandom's viewership tripled mm. from last year they had 66 million views worldwide this year whereas the 2021s were 20 or at yeah, 2020 it had 22 million viewers i thought that was insane to say wow there's 30 or yeah it's 30 million more people who are out there or not 30 i'm my math wrong whatever you know what i'm saying it's a lot of sure. people i'm bad at math i've said that on here before i'm so bad at math that when i go out to eat my wife does the tip for us <laughs> i can't do it uh but all that to say um oh for those of you who um uh, don't live in america tipping is when you give just a little extra money to the server uh in case you didn't know uh, and there's a whole reason for that and we won't go into it however <laughs> I just think it's crazy to think that we had that many more viewers at fandom in comparison to last year. Sure. Caleb, do you want to add anything to that? Well, my simple answer to that is because everybody knew that a new Batman trailer was coming. I think last you're, year's you're right. last year's fandom, it was like, oh, cool. That Batman trailer came out during this event that we didn't yeah. really know about. Well, this year, everybody knew about it because they were saying, oh, you're getting a new trailer. Yeah during this event so you might want to just watch the event sure so that's probably why those viewers were so high do you think that it's possible that there may be a new rise uh, in like a dc renaissance like a more like a dc superiority over marvel because of these things or do you think that marvel's probably going to stay in that mainstream a little while longer i think marvel's going to stay in that lane for a little while longer but if the Batman is a huge success, I could see it almost evening out a little bit. Okay. But I still think we're a ways away personally. I, I think you might be onto something, especially with Batman at the helm and they're everybody's willing to kind of go into a multiverse at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so even maybe a little kind of a star Wars, a little bit is trying to not do that, but like there's like moments and elements where you're like, you're doing a little thing kind of similar to this, but all that, all that to say, I think I agree with you as far as that goes. I think they're going to stay in that limelight. Marvel will for a little while. Yeah. And DC may overtake that sometime in the future. But, mm-hmm. um, well, speaking of Marvel, Caleb, why don't you go ahead and hop us or hop us? Hop us into? Hop, a, hop us on over. Hop us on over to the Marvel <laughs> world. 
Yeah, well, well, DC definitely kind of ruled the week last week because of all the trailers and yeah. and the teasers and the and DC fandom essentially. But we do kind of have some key Marvel news and then also some speculation and just some conversation rumors uh, that we could potentially have. So the big news that came from Marvel this past week was that Doctor Strange 2, Thor 4, Black Panther 2, the Marvels, and Ant-Man 3 have all been pushed back. Now, I don't have those dates listed out, but you can go and find those dates. Uh, Some of them are like two or three months. Some of them are almost like half a year. Uh, And some of them were even impacted more so, but that wasn't necessarily Marvel. And we'll talk about that film that I'm referencing a little bit later. Um, But it was interesting to kind of get this news. Uh, I wasn't expecting a delay. Now, we have kind of discussed me and DJ off air. Some people kind of speculate that it's because that strike thing that happened uh, last week. That's possible. I don't I don't really know. All I know is like the main reporters i think it originally came from deadline were just indicating that marvel felt they needed more time to produce and they wanted to just space out all of these massive films that they're working on um so dj how do you feel about this news uh knowing that these films have been delayed where are you kind of at mentally with this you know delays always kind of have that what are you doing kind of thing and COVID COVID, you know aside I feel like because I don't think this is really COVID related Mm -hmm. I don't think so don't everything uh, everything last year it's like oh you delayed it for a year that's because the world has shut down that's fine you know nobody was I mean we were bummed but like oh what are you gonna do you know so Mm -hmm. with this it's kind of different I am of the opinion that the IATSE strikes have something to do with that okay even though I've looked at reports and you said you've looked at reports uh, again off air it, it doesn't really say that's why. Right. I just kind of have a feeling because the, the IATSE did cite, hey, we work for Netflix, Marvel, Amazon. I'm not Marvel. I'm sorry. Uh, Netflix, Disney, and, you know, Amazon. And that tells me, okay, you've – it just makes sense. You know, like I'm not like a conspiracy theorist or anything. I'm just saying it makes sense that you would say – not you, but in, in general, someone would say – hey, uh, we're going to delay this film and let's just not say it has anything to do with that potential strike because sure. if it does, then now they look bad because they've already resolved the strike. Mm. Um, and so I, I think it has something to do with that. But again, there's nothing really out there that kind of corroborates that. But that's just kind of me putting on the tinfoil hat in my own yeah. mind, <laughs> so to speak. But the one sure. movie that did get pushed back to 2023 was Ant-Man 3. Quantumanium. Okay. That's the one that did get pushed back 2023. Um, I'm, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, yeah, that was what it was. So anyway, um, that's the only one. All the others, all the rest of these still come out next year, which I read 2022 and I'm like, oh, that's like five years from now. <laughs> like, I just doesn't make any sense in my head that 2022 is like two or three months from now. Yeah. Well, the thing is, we have we still have so many great movies coming the rest of this year that I haven't yeah. even thought about next year's lineup. No, yet. I haven't either. So I think that's why it kind of feels like it's so far in the distance, but it really it's it's right here. Well, I keep right forgetting here. that we ever even entered into 2021. <laughs> sure. I'm just gonna be honest with you. <laughs> like we've just gone in this weird time loop situation. I think Doctor Strange is out there with the time stone, actually, you know, <laughs> moving time around or something. But yeah. Regardless, yeah. I, when I hear 2022, I'm like, oh, that's like six years for like I said, it's like forever from now, but it's, it's not. Yeah. No, it's, it's going to be here, and we're we're eventually going to see those films again. Doctor Strange 2, Thor 4, Black Panther 2, The Marvels, and Ant-Man 3. They were all delayed, but for me personally, I wasn't, like, bummed, or I didn't think anything negative with that. I just thought, okay, cool, yeah. they're just going to bump it back a little bit. In my mind, Marvel always has a plan somehow, some way. In the end, it's going to be what was best. So I'm just going to trust that. But, you know, there's that news piece for those of you. Don't freak out. Yeah. The sky's not falling. It's all good. (laughs) Was it Endgame or Infinity War that they moved up a weekend? One of those two movies got moved up a whole weekend. Um, Like Hmm. a month before it released. I didn't know that. Yeah. I remember Robert Downey Jr. tweeted at Marvel and said, hey, why don't we release it on April 27th instead of whatever the following weekend was, May 4th or May 5th or something like Hmm. that. I didn't Um, know that. 
Yeah, it was like a whole big thing. Well, for me, it was a big thing. I, don't, I can't speak for you know everybody. I was sure. like, whoa! And April twenty seventh is an important date in my family. That's my parents' wedding anniversary. There so I go. was like, oh, okay. The new Avengers movie comes out on my parents' wedding anniversary. <laughs> That's why I even remember that. So yeah. let's not forget that sometimes a date moving around is a good thing. Absolutely. Whether it's up or back, I mean, I, I think that there's probably a really legitimate reason that I have yet to see someone say that they've moved these around, but regardless i'm with you it's not the worst thing in the world it's not mm -hmm. like i'm kind of bummed because it's like oh we got to wait a little longer but eh, whatever you know it's not, yeah not a big deal all right well you let us know uh, those of you out there if you're listening live watching on the playback whatever uh tell us uh what you think of the marvel films getting adjusted okay we got some spider-man no way home news or rumors speculation all the above that's that's it's everything going on yeah. with this with this film right now but from spider-man no way home according to i think this was tom holland who yeah, said this it was uh this is the end of what is now being called quote unquote the homecoming trilogy so the question here that we have to consider and i'll give my answer first and then i'll pass it on to dj the question is does this mean we will no longer see tom holland as spider-man slash peter parker my answer is no i don't want to get into spoilers of why in case you haven't seen a particular film so I'll just leave it as he's not what, done yet. Which, he's not which done. Film? Which film? I'm just I don't know if I want to say. Like, does that I, give give away too much? It's been a month. It has been a month. Okay. I, mean, I don't right. know. I don't know. <laughs> okay. Just, because of Venom, Let There Be Carnage, Tom okay. Holland's coming back. I'll leave it at that. <laughs> That's fair. Fair enough. That makes sense. Fair enough. Fair enough. I mean, I'm with you. I, I don't think it's the last we'll see of Tom Holland. But, like, still, there's this part of me that's like, Sony already kind of played with our emotions once mm. with with Tom Holland as Spider-Man. What's who's to say they won't do it again? Mm. And I just, you know, they know what they have and they're willing to go. Oh, you want the ball? You want the ball? Oh, oh I didn't throw it. Like, you know, you'll play fake fetch with your dog or something. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's kind of what it feels like Sony's done before. Mm. And it's kind of a a jerk move if i'm gonna be real honest so there's this part of me that's like no i think they'll bring tom holland back but like the like negative nancy in me is like mm, they're gonna just take him away and we're never gonna see him again like that's mm. part of what i think so i guess i'm 50 50 i mean i, I, just, okay. I guess i'm 50 well, 50 at, at the end of the day here's another take that i just thought of okay. at the end of the day it's all about the moolah if spider-man no way home yeah is the film that brings movie theaters officially back to that billion dollar box office yeah. mark, which yeah. I do think that is the one film that does have the potential to do. Tom Holland will be back. Yeah. I think that's a smart okay. you know, take. I think it's a very <laughs> smart take. And I hadn't considered the fact that we could venture back into the billions with the B, mm. you know, with the B, that, with the B. <laughs> and if I, I don't, I was going to type, I don't know. I said something the other day and I was like with a B and I was like, why did I, I don't say that, but anyway, um, that's such a sidebar about my <laughs> mindset. I got a weird head guys. I just All think, good, man. I just All good. Think, I think weird stuff and it's, <laughs> you know, what was that? What else is going on with no way home? DJ, I mean, as far as no way home goes, th there's this new, um, report via the direct saying, um, a tray, a new trailer for it won't be ready for the premiere of Eternals. Um, and I had to do a double take on it because when I first read it, I was like, oh, we're getting a new trailer with Eternals. And I failed to read the word not. And I went back and reread it. And it says, of course, not. And you're like, well, that's kind of a bummer because like you expect to get a Marvel trailer with a Marvel movie. Mm -hmm. It didn't matter like before. It didn't matter if like, let's say, I don't know, I'm trying to think of a random Marvel character. Let's say there was a Fantastic Four movie that wasn't connected to the MCU. And they say, all right, we're going to put this. Talk to me. <laughs> yeah, we're going to put this Fantastic Four trailer in front of, I'm going to throw out another random Marvel movie that is in the MCU, Black Widow. Let's make sure this trailer gets out with this film. It doesn't matter that it's not connected. You want your audience to see something that's within that niche group of people. Right. Well, you want to see what's up next. Like, you're here exactly. for this film. Come back what's next month. Yes. <laughs> yeah, next month you're going to see Fantastic Four. You know, kind of something yeah. like that. So, 
the fact that they are not doing that with Eternals, I'm like, listen, I understand there's shutdowns and delays and Hollywood's a mess sometimes and yada, yada, yada. But either this movie is going to be like the most overhyped Marvel movie of all time. Or, mm. I mean, it's going to be the greatest Marvel movie of all time. And I, I'm still of the opinion there's a reason we've gotten so little information about this. Yeah. And yeah. I don't know. I just, it's so hard to say. But anyway, all that to say, there is no trailer. For me, it's kind of a massive downer. Mm. Caleb, is it, okay. is it a low key downer, no downer at all? What do you got on that one? I think I'm in the min- minority here of not really wanting or needing. I mean, obviously, I would take one. But I don't sure. really need another trailer if i'm being completely honest like i'm there i'm showing up you can yeah. you can play that same trailer in front of eternals and it'll get me still just as hyped as ever to go see it to go see no way home next month uh i know a lot of people out there want to see all three of the spider-man revealed in this next trailer i don't i want that reveal in the actual film yeah. but i get it yeah. like if we're talking about that billion dollar number you know what's going to get billions of money of billions people of to money. get Billions of money to get people to go to that movie is to show those three Spider-Man together in the trailer. That that will pretty much, in my opinion, potentially guarantee that billion-dollar number. So I don't know. It's, we'll see. A, we'll it's see. It's an odd two-way street. You put them in the trailer, or you wait for the reveal, and you basically you're what you're doing is you're sacrificing your opening weekend box office numbers. Yeah. For the sake of a reveal. So that hoping on the back end, you get that return. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm not real good at investing, but I know what that that's an investment. You know, that's right. What, so not having the trailer ready for Eternals, maybe them saying that they're like, hey, doesn't matter when that gets revealed in the movie opening weekend. People are going to lose their mm-hmm. minds. And then by the time we get to the week weekend number two, they're going to say, look, we've made this much more than we did opening weekend. I think mm-hmm. that that could be playing this kind of roulette type of game and yeah it makes sense but at the same time i mean is marvel willing to risk it to get the biscuit and right. that's kind of where i'm not a hundred percent you know happy that it's a halfway sure. thing i like yeah, you, i don't know i just want the trailer like yeah when I, worked, when I worked at the movie theater like 10 years ago there was a woman who would come in and her whole job was just to watch movie trailers so she'd go from theater to theater to watch the movie trailers and she'd be taking notes on like a clipboard trying to figure out the audience's reactions to the, um, and she always came on a Friday. I don't remember uh-huh. her name, but she looked like the essence of an older lady named Nancy. Okay. So like, I always called her Nancy, even though I, I'm pretty sure I knew her name at one point in time. I don't now, regardless, that was her whole job. So I'm like, can I get that job? Like, mm-hmm. I would love to do that on the side and get a little change on the side go in the movie theater and watch a couple trailers and <laughs> take down some notes man that's a good day that's kind that's of a good part, job that's partly why i'm bummed we're not getting this trailer because i like trailers so they're fun yeah you know? trailers are are very very it's fun like, but it's like your playlist you listen to on your way to the concert yeah it is it kind of it is that's what it is it is it is we also got something else for spider-man and i'm jumping down a couple spots here in our notes um we got a image from empire that has kind of made its rounds on the internet of Tom Holland, Spider-Man running away from doc Ock. Now in this, in this image, doc Ock's tentacles. And it's very clear in this image are confirmed to be digital in no way home instead of large puppets. Like they were with Alfred Molina um, back in 2004. Yeah. So we were just, you know, first of all, if you haven't seen the image, go look at it. And obviously, DJ, it sounds like I you fall know, into that I category. didn't know that there was this image existed. I knew about the, the puppet not uh-huh. happening, but I didn't know there was an image. If you, I think if you just type in Spider-Man No Way Home Empire, it pops up. I'm looking at this right now. Well, all I'll say is before you get to it, that image, it, admittedly, it's, it, it's questionable. It's questionable how Doc Ock looks there in the background, but it's an image of them moving. So I'm not somebody that's just going to freak out um, as far as the graphics go and how it looks. But that image kind of revealed that it, it was going to be digital CGI. Uh, so, you know, the questions there of how do we feel about that for me personally? Uh, it's not something that I'm going to be too concerned about as I'm going to see Spider-Man No Way Home. 
Uh, I think they've proven that, you know, they have more than enough capabilities to make all of that technology look good. Uh, and I have no doubt with how big No Way Home is fixing to be, I have no doubt that they're going to make that, make sure that it, it looks correct by the time that, it, that it's revealed. Uh, what do you think about it, DJ? And did you potentially find the image? I did find the image okay. just this exact second. Okay. It's kind of funny because it looks like he's wearing a fedora. <laughs> is that, I think that's a fedora, which I know traditionally in the comics, he did wear a fedora. Uh -huh. And then we got one scene in the 2004 Spider-Man with a fedora on. But after that, it was, all right, let's get rid of this. Like, yeah. you know, and, and I get it. It's kind of odd to, especially in 2004, it was just didn't make sense for a grown man to be wearing a fedora. Because, like, my instant thing is, like, if you're wearing, A, a trench coat, and, B, a fedora to go with it, I automatically don't trust you. Like, <laughs> like I know I'm not supposed to judge people based on the appearances, but if you're wearing a trench coat and the weather doesn't permit it, I'm backing sure. away from you. Like, no offense, unless it's, like, a Comic-Con or something, like, I'm, there's obvious cosplay, I'm out. Mm. But all that to say, this is a neat little image. I actually don't really mind that it looks digital, because okay. if somebody told me this was a puppet and they just – had a green screen behind it i'd say cool like i'd believe you and to mm. me it's pretty seamless so I okay. think this is neat i have no problem with it okay good sweet well that's our spider-man no way home bit but i kind of wanted to and this is some isn't something that's in our notes but it's something that's been on my mind and heart because i've mentioned obviously dune was my most anticipated film of the entire year but eternals you know the movie that we just mentioned with no way home potentially and maybe not getting a trailer that goes with it eternals has is my most anticipated marvel film for the remainder of this year but i wanted to kind of discuss the critic reaction of this film so far because it has made its world premiere people have seen it rotten tomatoes here's the current number currently on rotten tomatoes the critic score is at a 72 percent and that's with 68 reviews now 72 with most movies isn't a bad number no but i think we with marvel movies 72 isn't the best i mean uh, it's passing but it's not <laughs> sure no, sure ain't good i have to say with the things that i've read and the things that people have said I'm a little bummed by this number. Now, 72 is not enough to convince me of anything. I'm still going to go in super or super excited and ready to see it. But I did want to mention that, like Chloe Zhao, the, the reigning Oscar best director, I was expecting like a 98% kind of yeah. film with how talented she is. And it, it was really, you know, interesting to me that I've that I saw 72 pop up whenever i started to see those critic ratings and reviews roll in and i've also even heard people say like there's not like a clear-cut main lead uh there's a lot going on to where it, it seems jam-packed like i'm hearing mixed things now it's obviously 72 percent is still most people are going to enjoy it or most people of those critic ratings did enjoy it but it's still it's it's a little wiggle room that we're not really used to with Marvel films yeah. that it's usually in the upper 80s to 90s range. Mm -hmm. So what do you think, DJ, whenever you hear this? Well, coming from a guy who lived his life based on a C average report card. <laughs> I mean, I'm just going to be honest. I mean, my report cards were B's and C's for the most part. And um, my my parents are, are Geekverse and Mando listeners. They can corroborate that. But uh, <laughs> That's the, awesome. But at the same time, uh, you're right. I mean, you don't want to see a Marvel movie kind of dip below 80. Like, even I look at 80, I'm like, that's positive. Here we go. Yeah. But if I see 79, I'm like, um, let's back this up. Why do we have a 79? I'm already kind of exercising my future dadness, I feel like. <laughs> But there you go. At the Getting same, ready. I am. But at the same time, you know, let's let's remember critics can be wrong. OK, and, and I'm going to cite something. Now, this doesn't necessarily reflect my views of this particular film. Just mm -hmm. gonna bring it up because it's easy. And it was happened recently. The Last Jedi got <laughs> oh, boy. I know it got <laughs> insanely good critic reviews. Yeah, it did. I think and it might be one of the highest ones. And it, it is of the Star Wars films. It's like the highest critically acclaimed Star Wars movie. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's right up there. It's like Empire yeah. and then Last Jedi. But like you look at it as a fan and as a viewer and you're kind of 
what? You know, like there's a lot in that movie that a lot of people were really upset about. And I at one point was upset and then I wasn't and then I was again. And now I'm kind of panned out and like I'm on the fence about it most mm-hmm. of the time. But all that to say, the critics were kind of wrong because like 50 percent of all Star Wars fans hate that movie. Yeah, it's fitty fitty. And I'm not saying like fitty fitty. There's nothing like e- connected to Eternals. It's like 50% of Marvel fans are going to hate this. Mm. Unless they go off and like, I don't know, kill somebody we've already seen die on screen, which would be kind of weird. I don't know. It's only it's the weirdest scenario I can think of. Yeah. So I, I don't know. It's, critic ratings to me are kind of bogus. I don't I don't go by critics. I go by audience. Sure. And, and I'm one of those people who can watch a movie and love it and love it and love it. And then I'll go and talk to somebody else, and they're like, oh, I hated that movie. Mm. How? Why? It was fantastic, you know? And they'll be like, oh, it's this reason, this reason. They're like, oh, okay, I kind of see where you're coming from, but usually I kind of come back around to, it wasn't that bad. So, I I don't know. This is one's kind of like, I'm not like super stoked on this movie, just to be real honest. Like, I know you're real stoked on it, Caleb, and I know there's a lot of people who are like, oh, yes, but like me, I'm just kind of like, I mean, there's a kid in here that kind of looks like Peter Pan, Angelina Jolie's in here, you got Homeboy from from game of thrones and one dude kind of looks like superman and i'm like what what is this it, it looks mm-hmm. like a mixed bag of like trail mix to me it's like i might get a raisin i might get an almond i have no idea what this is well i so, think that's the that's a good indication of maybe where the majority of the fan base is with with yeah. eternals for sure i mean admittedly i i do kind of feel the closer that we're getting to this i don't know if it's getting marketed that well or i, I just don't know if there's a clear story. cut a clear cut direction of what to expect. And I think that's why people are kind of on the fence potentially. I don't know. I'm just I speculating think, here. I just think speculating. The marketing is good. Like I, I feel okay. like every time I get on Hulu, cause I have ads on Hulu. Okay. I have to, I have to be poor in some, some areas, <laughs> but you know, when you look at the ads, I'm like, Oh, there's that Marvel or that, um, that Eternals ad again. And now oh, they broke the table. That's funny. Like, you know, true. Like, true. You, know, you see, you're seeing, I'm seeing, ads and and images and things that come across social media and tv and whatnot but yeah it's not like for me i i don't know if it's the lack of marketing per se okay it's just like i'm just not like i don't know it just doesn't seem like my thing sure that, i don't know man I mean, it's just me i'm not trying to be a downer about it i just i'm not super looking forward to it no it's hard to know what to expect yeah well to each their own but listen let us know those of you out there are you concerned with what you're hearing about eternals are you not worried about it at all are you not really that excited for it tell us let us know we would love to hear it dj why don't you hit us with these other two marvel things just real quickly uh just to let our fan base know kind of what everything else that's out there in marvel dj what we got two things first of all i'm gonna hit this one really quick because it's so small there's like hardly anything to talk about it with uh, Sam Jackson has joined the cast of Marvel's Secret Invasion, most likely as Nick Fury. I think we all kind yep. of saw this one coming. I expect to see lots of aliens and some weird pew-pew-type laser bolts situations. I don't sure. really know. And some more changing of faces with Ben Mendelsohn and sure. Sam Jackson playing one another. I don't know, something like that. Caleb, anything to add to that? Nope, I'm not surprised whatsoever. <laughs> yep, that's kind of makes sense. You know, we love Nick Fury. Let's put him in there. All good. This is yeah. kind of the more interesting thing to me. Charlie Cox, better known as Daredevil, <laughs> Matthew Murdoch. And I'm, I'm, I'm sure you've seen most, if not all, of Daredevil at this point, right, Caleb? The TV I have series. not seen a single episode oh, of Daredevil. Boy, that first season was incredible. Oh, man. I could get, there's one, the hallway scene. Just watch the hallway scene. All, am I at a point now where all hallway scenes are just always going to be good from now on? You know, mm. thank you, thank you, Vader, thank you, Luke Skywalker, sure, thank sure. you, Daredevil. However, not talking about that in its entirety. We could go on and on about hallway scenes. However, Mr. Charlie Cox, aka Daredevil himself, has been quoted as saying, "If it was someone other than me to play Daredevil, he said I would go down into my basement, I would find my Daredevil mask, and I would hunt them down, and I would make them fight me for it." This man is very protective of, of this character, and I like it because it's kind, he's kind of like, of the two Daredevils we've had, he's kind of like the one who just is like, no, I made this character. And I appreciate that. Like I said earlier, I love it when actors own their characters. Charlie Cox owns this character. So 
with that being said, Caleb, you've just admitted to the whole world you have not seen Daredevil. I and did. You need, you need to fix that. Um, I do. I do. It's not like it's not like you have to watch this. It's like no, it's really freaking good. Like you should yeah. check it out. But Charlie Cox should return as Daredevil in the MCU. Caleb, true or false? Well, listen, as somebody that hasn't seen it, I recognize this guy as Daredevil. So, in my opinion, he should stay as that character. If he's that facially recognized as Daredevil, yeah. you don't change it. Because somebody like me who hasn't even seen it, why would you confuse that audience and, and put somebody new in there? That's just my take, so I'm going to say true. I'm also saying true for the exact same reasons you did. However, are you are you aware that his audition for Star Wars Episode Seven went south because of Daredevil? I did not know that information. Weird story. He was so used to uh, acting like a blind man uh-huh. that when he went to audition for Star Wars, he couldn't like get himself to stop acting like a blind man. <laughs> And he said that that Daredevil actually ruined his chance of being in Star Wars. But I will say mm. it's nice to know that he cares so much about Daredevil that it doesn't even seem like he's phased by missing his chance at Star Wars. Because, like, you play a character that cool, what's there to be disappointed about? Anyway, sure. that's the Marvel news, y'all. That's, that's the can... Marvel news. Well, listen, let's get into some other fandom news and this is one that me and dj are very excited for because we grew up with dr jones uh and the news is that indiana jones 5 release has been pushed back to june of 2023 now originally it was supposed to be this coming july of 2022 so essentially this movie is getting an entire year of a delay and this was also included with all of those marvel delays it's all part of the disney company this one i feel like was impacted the most don't really know why but i am more so bummed about this one because it is an entire year uh so for me you know is it bad news or good news for me personally selfishly it's bad news because i have to wait longer but i do kind of have a feeling that they might actually need that extra time as far as production goes to make that film go well i don't know why i have that feeling but i do maybe they just need extra time to make sure all the editing and because there's a lot going on from leaks that we've seen i won't get into those leaks because i don't want to spoil the film for those that want to go into it fresh yes they are uh but how do you feel dj is this good news or bad news for you i'm pissed (laughs) <laughs> i'm gonna be honest like coming in hot <laughs> i mean i hate it like i'm actually angry as soon as i read this i was just like what are we doing what are we doing what are we doing i'm just listen i, I love indiana jones so much and yeah me too i mean when when kingdom of the crystal skull came out i was going into my freshman year of high school and for me Nothing would have made me happier in that time period to know Indiana Jones is in theaters. Like, we didn't have three years removed from Revenge of the Sith. I love Star Wars. Ergo, I love Indiana Jones. And so, it just, you, it's hard to, I've never met anybody who said, I don't like Star Wars and I like Indiana Jones or vice versa. I've never, never heard that once from anybody. So, for me, I'm mad because, like, I, I once had an album on my phone. I got rid of it because I actually got annoyed by it. But I had an album on my phone dedicated to the Indiana Jones set leaks. And I had all these images of Harrison Ford hanging out with Kathleen Kennedy and Phoebe Waller-Bridge and, you know, all this other stuff. And I'm just like, what? And then, like, last week that or two weeks ago, all those guys out in Italy were cosplaying Indiana Jones, standing right there with Harrison Ford, dressed mm-hmm. as Indiana Jones. I'm like, this is a time. Like, people are always talking about this is, like, the era for comic book movies, or I'm getting on a soapbox, so forgive me. But this is also one of those things, like, it's a, it's a time to be a Star Wars. It's the best time to be a Star Wars fan. This is m- potentially the last time we can ever truly be fans of Indiana Jones in its purest form. And I'm ticked because Harrison Ford, let's face it, he's an old man. Yeah. He doesn't got a lot of steam left in that engine before it's out. And I want to hear that John Williams score in a movie theater and it just blasts me in the face. I want to see the wit. I'm mad 
but that's because I love this character so much. I don't want to wait on it. Mm-hmm. And that's just me being a naturally very impatient person. <laughs> I'm just going to be very honest. I mean, yeah. the last thing I'm good at is patience, just truthfully. And the fact that I now am being forced to wait that much longer, a full year, I'm just like, Lord, like, <laughs> come on, just what do you have to, I mean, why? And, and I don't even know why it's delayed. I wrote the yeah. notes and I don't even know why it's delayed. It's just, it's delayed. I'm like, can Harrison Ford have at least like broken his ankle again, like he did in Force Awakens? Like, at least tell us that. Even hey, if yeah. it's false. I mean, I don't, I mean, he did get hurt, which I don't want him to get hurt. Right. Just saying, right, like, right. tell me what happened. Why is this the case? Because you've got fans like me out here and fans like you who would really like to know this information. Yeah. And I'm just, I'm mad. I'm kind of, I'm kind of being a hard nose about it. But like, I just, yeah, it just bugs the crap out of me that, it's been delayed again, and that's just that's how I feel about it. I don't yeah. know how else to really put it. No, I don't blame you. I mean, I want to see Indy 5 as, as soon as possible. Um, I guess just to be optimistic, I it just buys them more time to make sure that, that it gets done right. Because admittedly, this is Harrison's last time as Indiana Jones. I don't think he's going to be able to do it again, especially with it being delayed yet again as far as when it's going to release. This yeah. is the last time that we're going to see Harrison in that that suit, that outfit as Indy. Um, uh, yeah. So let's make sure that it's right. I just hope that Harrison Ford is able to enjoy whenever Indiana Jones 5 comes out. Because, you know, like you said, he is kind of getting up there in age. Uh, uh, unfortunately, it seems like every year there's a, there's a new original trilogy Star Wars cast member that that leaves this yeah. life. Let's, let's not wish anything on anybody, but that's just sure. the truth. Uh, and I, I hope that we're able to get, you know, Indiana Jones deserves, you know, the spotlight. And I hope that that moment gets to happen and I hope everyone involved gets to enjoy it, but you know, we'll see. I feel like we just got really bummed out, but let, let's, I, let's hype this thing back up. Listen, man. I'm hyped for this movie <laughs> to the point that I own two Indiana Jones esque fedoras. One I inherited one I purchased. Sure. I almost wore it tonight. Like there you go. And I was going to wear it happily while being upset. You know, like that, that should tell you, I'm not bipolar. I'm just like, that's where I'm at. And so as, as hyped as I am, that's why I'm actually so mad. This is delayed Mm -hmm. is because I'm so hyped for this movie that I'm just like, I'm shaking for our audio listeners. I'm like, I'm literally shaking right now. I I, I want to see this movie. So that's why I say I'm mad. I just wanted to hurry up and get here because I'm so excited for it. I agree. I agree. That's just kind of where I'm at on Indy. All right. Well, listen, you let us know what you think about Indy 5. DJ, what's next on our other fandom news? Well, this little video game franchise, you may have heard of it, called Uncharted. Um, First of all, Caleb, have you played this game? Nope. I haven't either. We need Horvath. Where's Horvath? Yeah, we need Zach. Zach, (laughs) Come over here for a second. If you're jumping the chat, buddy. Yeah, come on. (laughs) Um, listen, I've never played it. However, this is a very highly anticipated video game adaptation. Nine times out of 10, these look like, like trash and they're terrible. Nay, nay. Mm -hmm. Uncharted gets its first trailer Mm -hmm. released this last week. And from what I've seen, fans are losing their minds. And maybe that's why we don't get a no way home trailer yet, because they're like, let's have Tom, let's have Tom Holland have this for a second. And then we'll hype this thing up later. If that's the case, fine. Oh, wait. When does Uncharted come out? I can't remember. I want to say it's next year. Okay, never mind. I had a theory. It's bogus. Moving on. (laughs) Um, I was going to say, oh, they're going to have the trailer come out with Uncharted, but the movie will already be out by then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a dumb thought. Anyway, people are losing their minds over it. Um, We've both. I've never played the game, Caleb. You said you never played the game. However, all that aside, do you plan to see this movie? I mean, eventually, yes. I'm not there yet to be there opening night. If I'm being honest, that trailer, I didn't even like, I know I knew it released, but I didn't rush to go watch the trailer. The first time that I saw the uncharted trailer when I is when I was watching Dune in the movie theater. Okay. I didn't like click it as soon as it popped up. It's just cool. It's I think it's because I don't have any connections to the story, to the video game. And I'm sure, you know, I'm again, maybe me and you both are in the minority here as far as not playing that game because people talk about it all the time in that space, in that video game space. I don't know. I mean, it's cool. Tom Holland's in it. So I'll eventually watch it. Eh, It's okay. It's 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 all it's all right. (laughs) 
this isn't a it's okay all right thing for me i'm not okay. gonna see it, i don't think i'm gonna see it opening weekend but because i saw this trailer having no connection to the video game in, mm-hmm. in any way i'm i'm hyped on this movie i like okay. it i mean it, it's a little indiana jones-ish if we're True. being honest sure and, and let's really face it indy kind of launched this adventurer uh genre of mm-hmm. sorts so for me it's it's similar so i i'm thinking let's Let's dive into this thing, and I, I'm excited about it because it looks different. Um, and for me, I, I want to see it. I might, I won't see it opening weekend, but I do want yeah. to see this in the theater. Yeah, for sure, absolutely. All right, well, DJ, you were able to go to the movie theater this past weekend, not to see Dune, no. but you saw another film, and that yes. film was The Last Duel. So. DJ, why don't you tell us some non-spoiler thoughts on The Last Duel, which, of course, is the most recent film from the likes of Matt Damon, Ben Affleck, Adam Driver, and Jodie Comer? Is that how you say it? Jodie Comer. Jodie Comer. Okay. Well, Um, DJ, you tell us what you thought of that film. First of all, Ridley Scott directed. I think this man will be nominated for an Academy Award for Best Director for this movie. Interesting. Um, And I'm not somebody who keeps up with Academy stuff. I just don't really look at it until it's that time of year i saw it with my friend parker and while i'm watching it i leaned over to him at the end of the movie and i said this movie's gonna win an oscar and he mm-hmm. said what in what way and i was like uh directing adam driver has solidified his role uh, his chances at a uh, best actor nominee or not best actor best supporting. supporting supporting actor and this movie was told in such a very, in such a beautiful way, um, even though it's a dark movie. This is, first of all, this movie's rated R. I don't think, really, this is a movie that, like, it has trigger warnings. Like, it doesn't have trigger warnings at the beginning of the movie. I feel like for some people it may, like, and I, I think sometimes trigger warnings, you know, we I can joke about them. But, like, this one, I wouldn't joke about this one. This one has some moments in it that, like, do your research before you watch this movie if you plan on seeing it because there are moments in it where you're like oh didn't know that was going to happen and but all that aside the movie and the story builds and builds and builds so that the point when you see the duel which i can assure you is the last duel for somebody won't say names (laughs) nice it is wow it is an incredible piece of cinema you know Mm. and i I think this is ridley scott's best film i've seen a lot of his movies over the last two decades but this is his best film since gladiator in my opinion Mm. um i really i mean gladiator is so good but like the way it builds is so much different than the last duel so Mm -hmm. as far as non-spoilers go i'm gonna go this is like an eight and a half to a nine out of ten wow that's good but it's this really is good. not this is not a film for just the casual moviegoer. This is a filmmaker's film. This is a film that is meant for people who adore, you know, story and really just story, if I'm being honest. It, yeah. It's such a beautiful film. And I hope it wins all the awards. Okay. Fair. Well, I'm I mean, personally, I would have been there had me and Maddie not been moving that weekend as far as seeing it on opening weekend, because I'm, I was very excited for this and I still kind of am, but I just haven't had an opportunity to go see this film yet. And it sounds like I definitely need to listening, listening to DJ's non-spoiler thoughts there. Um, I mean, anything Adam driver is in, I I expect at this point outside of star Wars, anything that Adam driver is in is always the possibility of him being nominated for a supporting actor award at the Oscars. Oh yeah. And I'll just go and say this. I like this movie more than Dune. Okay. I mean, just throwing that out there, haven't seen both of them. And I don't, you know, I don't think it's because I saw the last duel in theaters and I saw Dune at home. I don't think that has anything to do with it. Mm. I I don't think it has anything to do with it. I just think that this movie is so solid and how the choices that were made throughout it i mean it's just it's a it's a godsend of a movie it's so good all right well that is high praise and that certainly tells me that i need to go check it out but 
Speaking of Dune, that is a film that uh, I was able to go check out in the movie theater this past weekend. And I did a reaction video over on YouTube. So check that reaction video out if you have not done so. Um, I went to the movie theater. I was going to shoot some things at the movie theater. My phone died, but I still gave my initial reactions right out of the theater and, and how I felt about this film. And if I'm being completely honest and, and what we're going to do here is we're me and DJ are actually going to do a special episode of like a Dune spoiler review where we're just open to say whatever, whenever about the movie. But right now we're not going to get into spoilers. We're just going to talk about it a little bit and tease you up to come back and check out our Dune spoiler review if you've seen that film. Um, but I tell you what, I, I gave it high praise after during my reaction video. I keep thinking about it more and more and more, and I keep loving this movie more and more and more and more. The thing, the more I think about it, I'm just so lost in this world. I can't stop thinking about it. I'm addicted to it. If I'm being completely honest, like I want more. I've watched. I watched it in theater. The the cinematography, the moment, the feelings, everything is absolutely incredible in that movie theater. And I I came home the next day. I gave it a rewatch on HBO Max. Doing both of them, I'm telling you, it's it's really not comparable. Really? <laughs> in the theater, really? it's just remarkable okay. as far as the way it looks and the way it feels. I mean, you feel it in your bones, the way that this thing sounds whenever you're just sitting there in that theater. Okay. I still equally enjoyed it watching it on HBO Max, don't get me wrong, but I think that's because at that point, I had already fell in love with that theater experience that I had. That's fair. It's incredible. Yeah. I have nothing but positives to say. And if you want to hear me talk more positives about it, come check out our spoiler review that we're going to put out uh, here pretty soon. And, and just you know, I'll leave it at that. I do. I, I can see some negatives. I know some people out there have their their negatives with it and I get it. And I've kind of engaged online with some people that didn't really feel that great about it compared to me. And I think it's great. I think it's great. People having different differing opinions. And you let me know whatever your opinions are on Dune. DJ, you've seen it on HBO Max. Yes. Just to tease our audience to come back and, and listen to our spoiler thoughts. Uh, what do you have to say in general about it? This movie is one of the greatest cinematic movies I've ever watched. Um this is coming from somebody I've seen a lot of movies and I'm not like a critic, but man, when I worked at that movie theater, worked there for just under three years, saw over 140 movies while I worked there. I mm -hmm. mean, it's just, I've seen so many movies and this one, I haven't seen a movie like this. The only one I can even think that compares is interstellar. Mm. And even that is a totally different world. I mean, than this, not, not story-wise, I mean cinema-wise. Like, right, right. So the filmmaking in this movie was just incredible. And I, I didn't know that it was going to set up for a sequel. So I'm really mm -hmm. glad that I, I didn't know that before watching it because I'd have just been waiting the whole time to, you know, pick that apart. So when I first push play and it says Dune Part 1, I'm thinking, wow, there's, there's more? I hope. Like, I haven't heard a confirmation. Um, but yeah, and then so since watching it, there has been a confirmation. So, right, right, right. But all that to say, come listen to that. Um, excuse me. I'm, I'm trying not to burp into the microphone. <laughs> no, you're I good. <laughs> um, all that to say, this is something I feel like as fans of filmmaking, you and I, Caleb, I think our listeners will really enjoy what we have to say about Dune in a full on spoiler review because it yeah. just, it was, so incredible it was yeah. so incredible and, and you just teased it up perfectly so i'll just kind of hold off there as far as my thoughts on the film come check out our our more deeper and uh great conversation that i'm sure is going to flow uh as that spice flows in dune uh, as yeah. we talk about there this film but you know you mentioned it it was released today from legendary uh that legendary pictures that dune part two is coming uh, so that's out there, regardless if you've seen the film or not. Now you know, and I'm sure you probably had already heard anyway, that a part two yeah. is now coming. That has been confirmed. So just to let you know of that, when you go and see it, if you haven't seen it yet, just know there's more coming. Uh, so we'll see. But uh, I just really wanted to leave it at that. DJ, do you have any other thoughts, though, about Dune Part 2 before we close out the show? Just that I'm excited to see more of the characters, you know, 
that we see at toward the end of the movie. I, I'm excited to see what they do with that. I think it's going to be uh, really a freaking cool sequel. Honestly, yeah. I think it's going to be a really good sequel. Yeah. Okay, man. We we got we gotta we gotta talk about this. I can't wait to do our Dune uh, we discussion. Just, <laughs> I, we just ended this episode of Geekverse so similarly to how Dune ends. It's like, this is only the beginning. This is only the beginning, man. This is only the beginning to uh, to talk about that film some more. I can't wait. I, I'm just chomping at the bit to talk about it with somebody. So I can't wait to do that. But that is our Geekverse Reactions episode this week. Man, we had a lot to cover. Uh, and we did it in a pretty timely manner, if I'm being completely honest. I'm completely surprised with how on point we were as we hit all those different news pieces. Like, honestly, so much for me to just wrap up we had like the batman dc fandom uh marvel stuff movies getting delayed no way home speculation and rumors and news and and all of this different stuff indiana jones 5 it kind of bummed us out but then we're back to it being positive as far as uncharted trailer looking good and uh dune dune i feel like was successful and it sounds like dj was even more pleased with the last duel. So a lot of great things going on in that's this geek That's not going to be for everybody. I just want to say that's not sure. going to be for everybody. Sure, 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 sure. I just love that. Sure. Movie. A lot of great things regardless though, going on in the geek verse in the fandom across the board. And I can't wait to continue to talk about all of the different stuff. Some more here on this channel and on our podcast. Uh, so subscribe if you're new or if you're old and you haven't hit that button yet, do it. Uh, we would greatly appreciate it. If you're on podcast platforms, leave us a rating, share it, do whatever you got to do to make us get out there. Cause we're just going to continue to have some more fun with, with you guys, with each other and, and go from there. Uh, I'll just leave it at that. DJ, why don't you say your final thoughts and get us out of here for this week's episode. Thank you for joining us and we will see you on earth too.